feel like nowadays it's all about what can you do for me? What can you do for me? My husband's not doing this for me. Well, you need to look inward and see what you're not doing for yourself and what you're not doing for your spouse. Hey guys, welcome to the Dream Big, Play Bigger podcast. I'm AJ Richards. And I'm Jessica Richards. We're excited to bring to you our experience and our knowledge and the struggles we've had over the last 18 years from the time we dated in high school all the way through multiple deployments and all the struggles that go along with that and then getting out the transition which is a big challenge for a lot of people. Sometimes if you can stay in it and stay busy you don't have to confront some of the undiscussed or undisclosed conversations that need to happen in order to have a strong relationship. So you kind of know who we are and what we're about. As we looked around, we noticed that there are really no resources for couples, veteran, fire, or police couples who've gone through, you know, really anything paramilitary is quite similar, quite quite uh, the same. The struggles are a lot of the same. Um, we come from the experience of the veteran world. That doesn't mean it won't translate or kind of hit home for others. But we're just a couple that have decided that we were not going to give up easy. We fought hard, and we never knew what was possible on the other side of that fight until we got here. So we just want to share that experience with you guys and, and be really kind of candid on what it is we're going to tell on ourselves. Uh, we've already handled all our shit, so we can talk about things that might stir the pot for others because we've already stirred that pot and gotten have gotten through it. So we're in a position where we can share with you some of the trials and errors and frustrations and mistakes that we've made in our relationship over the last 18 years and uh, really kind of let you guys in. And then, you know, over the last, I would say, four or five years, I've been putting myself into a position of learning why, like how the brain works. Why did I do that? What was my reaction with that? Um, how come I made certain choices that I made? How do I get through those choices that I made to live a powerful life? And really, guys, what it came down to, the fight came down to, I had something that I needed to preserve. For me, uh, I have three. we have three little girls together. Oldest is 13, our middle one is nine, and our youngest just turned seven. And uh, the thought of another man raising my daughters uh, was at least where I was able to keep fighting. It was my reason to keep fighting. And I'm so grateful that it is because now I get this amazing, incredible relationship with my wife, which wouldn't have happened if I didn't have that reason. So some of you guys are out there and it's just you and her, or maybe you're the veteran and it's just you and him, and you don't really have that reason yet. I'm telling you that if, if I wouldn't have had those girls to keep me committed to the relationship, I would be so disappointed that I wouldn't have the opportunity to experience the relationship I have with my wife. Oh, yeah, for sure. Kids definitely make a, a difference because I know, oh, and we totally would have thrown in the towel a long time ago if we didn't have kids. Not saying, um, you know, everyone's struggles are different, but for us, having kids in a relationship definitely was um, a way for us to work things out, though it's been a really long road, but... Definitely happy we're here, and yeah. along the way, uh, it's been um, it's been a struggle, and that's kind of why we're doing this. Is it with social media and um, 
I feel like you just see the best in people and the best we want what everybody else has and you're looking at other people and everything looks perfect and we know our, our marriage is not perfect. It hasn't been perfect. We're finally in a really, really good spot and we'd like to be able to um, help other people and just from our experiences, our struggles, our um, the things that we've been through that we can help other people with. Yeah, totally. Uh, Jessica follows a lot of different influencers on social media and we were just talking the other day how so many of them are getting divorced yeah. and they come as a surprise because you don't see any of what's going on behind the scenes and, and we certainly understand that, right? It, it kind of a time and place. If your job is just to, if your job on social media is just to review products, then when are you ever going to talk to your audience about the stuff you're going through? Well, and it's hard because you don't want to put your shit out there. Right. And, but, but then it's misleading because yeah. then all of a sudden yeah. you think this person has this perfect life and then they're getting divorced. Right. And I guess a big part of why one of the reasons that we're doing this is we believe in the, fam, the value of family. Society and everything the way the world has gone has made it so easy to just throw in the towel. Yep. Um, easy being a relative term. When you go through it, it costs you a lot of time and money and, and heartache. heartache and energy, but it's still much easier to go through all that and get it done now because, you know, things have been, things have just changed in our, in our, in our world. And so we're interested in helping veteran families to have more successful relationships. We're also looking to help preserve the integrity of the family unit. So what that means for us is with three little girls, we see the world changing and how it's changing for our children. And a big part of that change, we believe, comes from the, the breakdown in the home. And the breakdown in the home comes from a lot of outside influences as well as the lack of communication between couples to work through some things. And we're not saying that you have to stick to a marriage or we're not saying that sometimes having a divorce is probably the best option. That's not what we're saying. We know people who've gotten in divorces and remarried and their new lives are, are incredible. So all we're saying and what we want to share is that we want to see you guys fight every fight to the last fight. Because what's on the other side is something like we're a, we're experiencing now, and even just five years ago, I mean that's a short time. Five years ago, out of eighteen, I would have never thought that we would get along the way we're getting along, and it just required work. You know, that's a, I think that's going to be yeah. the key to everything you hear us talk about is it's going to take work. Work itself, work. I mean, just like AJ said, he's been working a lot on self development, and it took me a lot longer to get there. I am. I'm an introvert, naturally, and I, I like my comfort zone. I don't like going outside my comfort zone. And he is more outgoing, and he's willing to put himself out there and, and look for that growth way before I was willing to. I'd say maybe the last even year, if that, was when I started willing to be able to um, start reading books and, and looking inward. What do I need to do inward? What can I do better for me that's going to change my attitude because one, I'm stubborn, two, I don't like putting myself out there so it, it took me a lot longer and I'm just realizing now with reading and researching that, um, man, there's so much, there's so much to learn and so you can have such an amazing relationship and I feel like nowadays it's all about what can you do for me, what can you do for me 
my husband's not doing this for me. Well, you need to look inward and see what you're not doing for yourself and what you're not doing for your spouse that's causing more problems or, or, or more issues in the marriage. I feel like it kind of starts with self, don't you think? Yeah, certainly. Um, makes some really good points in the fact that if you're – a lot of people hold on to their – putting their stuff out there because they feel like they have to protect it. They feel like if they put out their, their biggest fears and their weaknesses – that they're going to just be trampled on and and um, you know it's like it's like the school playground and the truth is as an adult there are so many more people out there listening and ready to support and help and give you guidance which is you know one of the reasons we're doing this is a lot of you guys will hear this and be and just realize that we're all kind of the same we're all going through the same stuff the fundamentals of what makes an amazing relationship are still just the fundamentals and if you can follow them that's what will change your life, but you have to first tell on yourself. You have to acknowledge your lack of integrity within yourself, and those are blind spots, and unless you're willing to put them out there and allow others to contribute, you won't even know. Sometimes you don't put it out there because you don't know to put it out there. You don't, you don't want to be the one that's wrong, and really, somebody has to take that first move. Somebody has to be willing to, if you've been in a relationship for any amount of time and you might feel like you're doing everything and the other person in your relationship is going to feel like they're already doing everything. But if there's a little bit more that you could do that you're holding on to, like I'm not going to do that for them until they do this, then guess what? You're never going to get there. You have to be willing to give more than what you're receiving because maybe that one thing that you're not giving is really the thing that they're looking for. So like, in our relationship, one of the things that really created a big shift for us, and I didn't realize this about myself. I thought I, if I could get laid five days a week, let's be real. If I thought I could get laid seven days a week, <laughs> that's what was missing, and I would become the perfect husband. Like That was what I thought was missing for me. I didn't even know what I wanted. Jessica started doing some of her own self-development, read a book. The book taught her something about giving words of affirmation, and I just remember very distinctly uh, she would just start telling me, good job. I mean, as silly as that sounds, I'm a 35-year-old man. I've been through combat. I've done multiple businesses. I don't need anybody to tell me I did a good job. Well, the truth is if you're wired that way, you do. You need somebody to tell you that, and there's no more value to hear that from anyone than your, than your significant other, than your spouse. When you get that from your spouse, if that's who you are, things connect. So, you know, there's a book out there called The Five Love Languages. So mine is certainly words of affirmation. And Jessica's, uh, I might throw myself under the bus here, but Jessica's is is um, receipt, like doing things, me doing acts things for kindness. her, acts of kindness. And I would say time, um, quality time. Quality are time. My probably top two. Yeah, yeah, so... Those are those are things that we've we've learned and, and when I started receiving that good job, babe, nice work, as silly as it might sound, I'm a grown ass man. Why do I need that? It's it hit home subconsciously. It was what was missing for me. And then I was like, man, I was ready to go to the ends of the earth. And she really had to be that first move. Because when she started doing that and let go of that thing she was holding on to, it was so easy for me to start doing the other things I wasn't already doing. Simple things. The things that would nag your significant other. Like, 
Now, I still have ADD and dyslexia, so I do forget to do things, and it's it's uh, other areas that I'm working on my life. But Yeah, but that brings up a good point. You may forget, but it doesn't bother me because, because you're still doing so much more. Yeah. That when you, they don't do the little things or he forgets to do something, it doesn't bother me because he's already going above and beyond, so those little things don't matter anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't know that. So that... I see the value in that when the little things that piss you off, you, you're, you're basically, you're not keeping score anymore. Yeah, yep, absolutely. There's no scorekeeping. It's like we're just in it together. And we've had, listen, guys, we've had conversations, uh, fights, where we were arguing about not keeping score and we're in it together. And if we can't be a team, then it's not going to work and mm. we've got to stick up for each other. And we're yelling at each other while having these yeah. conversations. And his and they needs never and work. her needs and you're not yeah. doing this for me. And, you, you know, it. A lot of it is just not being selfish, and it's really, really, really hard to not be selfish in a relationship because if you're not getting what you need or what you want out of a relationship, it's really hard to give what somebody else needs because, look, I feel like we're all kind of just selfish beings. You know, we want what we want, and we want to be taken care of, and if we're not being taken care of, well, why would I need to take care of you then? And I feel like that was our relationship for you know, 16, 17 years, um, was just this struggle of his needs and her needs and not being met and feeling like, so, like he said, someone had to come to the table. I don't really feel like it was me coming to the table. I kind of felt like it was more of you coming to the table. Um, but also me being willing to start working on myself because AJ's encouraged me to read books and uh, start working on myself for years, and I always had an excuse not to. Um, I just was like, well, you don't love me for who I am then. I don't need to change. I, I shouldn't have to change. And, man, I was lying to myself. <laughs> I needed to change for myself and for our relationship. Yeah, and a, lo and a lot of that is like, you know, sometimes, and Jessica knows this, but sometimes change implies that there's something wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with you. It's just what are you committed to? Are you committed to living an extremely powerful relationship where you and your spouse can take on the world and raise these amazing kids, if you have them, that are going to contribute to society and not be like some of the other stuff we see going on in society with children that will then – you know, that just exacerbates the problem because when they get older. So it's not about changing. It's not about you being wrong. It's about transforming the way you think, transforming the way you interact with each other so that it becomes more powerful so that you have an opportunity to create a life that you love together. We're at a point now where, you know, a couple of years ago, I told Jessica I wanted a divorce because I, could, I just couldn't see what was there for us. And it was um, out of the blue for me. I, yeah. I was completely... Um, shocked, and I, I didn't see it coming. We were on two completely different planets, basically. Yeah, and and we'll go more into those details as we yeah. go through our podcast. Yeah. And we're not we're not going to hold anything back. You guys will have all the nitty gritty. Why I wanted to leave her, the things that were going on there, what caused that? Um, because without without transparency, we're not here to be that couple that everybody um, thinks has it perfect. Um, if things come up even now, things are going really good. We're getting ready. So what I was going to say is we were in a position where we I, we couldn't even um, – I couldn't imagine being with her any longer. And I assumed that she was thinking the same thing because just things were so toxic. And like she, you just heard her say, she wasn't thinking that. 
I just assumed that because I had convinced myself that was the case. But fast forward to where we are now, June next year, we're actually packing up, getting rid of everything, and we're going to be together 24-7 yeah, in a fifth wheel. everything we own, and we are going to buy a fifth wheel, and we are going to travel the country with our kiddos because we just were to that point where, well, I work full-time right now, and the daily grind is just, I feel like I'm spending my life in a cubicle, and I am missing so much with my kids and with AJ. I it's literally six months ago, if you would have asked me this, the answer would have been, "Hello, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not selling my stuff and living in a trailer with three kids, and there's just no way." But um, wow, I am missing so much of my kids' lives, and they're spending so much time by themselves because we're both so busy. And why am I doing this? Why am I working? Yeah. What is the end game here? And I just, I, I'm so ready. Yeah, and so, and, and I own a gym. I've been, I've been, I own a gym. I've been operating it for the last six years. Um, we're going to sell that and just, just go and do this. So neither of us are, have time for our kid. It's, it's sad. We look at our children and we think all the things that they're missing for what? And really what it came down to is we said, what are we working for? What's the end goal? And we're not saying that this is what everybody's going to work towards, but for us, I asked Jessica because it, you know, I my dream has always been middle of the nowhere, just with my family, working on a ranch or something like that. And I never knew if it would line up with her intentions for her life. So the other day, I just asked her. I said, "What does your perfect day look like?" And she said, "Waking up every morning in the mountains or by the beach or somewhere with my family and having the opportunity to spend time with them." We were in alignment. That was perfect. That's all we needed to hear. And so I suggested, what if we just get rid of everything and go on the road and and uh, make ourselves available for other couples out there that are struggling that might like to see themselves in a position like this someday. And so we are. And so we're going to share our struggles from the past. We'll go through details of what I know set us up for those sort of failures and those issues. Um, experiences in life create they're in, they create an imprint on your brain. It's just neuroscience, so something happens, and then you do something to to sort of counteract that or to protect yourself from, you know, feeling disappointed, offended, uh, or whatever. And so we'll talk about how those all connect, and uh, we're just gonna you know be there for you guys and answer questions. And if you have topics topics you want us to talk about, nothing's off limits. Um, my favorite subject is sex, and so I'm sure we'll talk plenty about sex and all oh, of that we stuff. We will, because that was one <laughs> of the biggest struggles in our marriage for a long time. And I, and I feel like a lot of couples are kind of in the same boat, but nobody talks about it. So we'll definitely touch on that topic um, and anything else people are curious about or have questions. or um, we're, we're here to help because we, we want... We want to see more marriages uh, succeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We definitely do. We that that's just what we're about. That's what we're out for. As a coach um, in my gym, I had more pleasure in coaching the mind than I did the body because that's where it all starts. There has to be a transformation of the mind before anybody decides to be fit. And fitness is a very important key component to your overall health and happiness. If you're not fit, if you're miserable, if you're constantly dealing with illnesses, you're not taking care of yourself first, you can't expect to have an amazing relationship. Now, there are certain circumstances out there that 
that that may not be true for injuries and so forth. Um, well, and we'll definitely get into, I've had major health issues yeah. the last couple of years, so I haven't been able to do what I'd like to do and be in the gym. Like he would like me to be also being owning a gym and being the people that we are. And, um, that'll come later on. Also, we'll touch on those because that's been, that was another struggle. <laughs> We've had lots yeah. of struggles guys. I'm telling you, we're not perfect. <laughs> Our marriage has never been perfect. We're just in a really good spot right now. And it's taken a lot of work and we really like to share that with other people and help get more people to where we've finally been able to make it in our own relationship. Right, and healthy, and that's the thing is, like Jessica said, and we'll go into that, that at some point with her health, but with a healthy relationship, you will find an abundance of patience, and you'll be there for them, and I understand why there are families out there that maybe um, aren't able to do some of the things like physically, they can't travel because of injury or sickness or whatever, and yet the spouse is solid, firm, right next to them. It's because when you have a solid relationship, you'll go to the ends of the earth for people, but you have to develop that relationship first. And then once it's established, it, it's not, it's as long as you're committed and you stay in communication, it won't be broken. And I think that, um, you know, I remember when I was a kid growing up, um, I always had this thought that. My, my parents divorced about the time I was 18 years old. We were, we were married. That was around the time we got married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's about right. I think I was... Separated. Yeah. So, so 18, 19 years old, my parents decided they're going to divorce. They'd been married for 20 years. Um, divorce in the household that I grew up in was a very taboo topic, um, but I could see that my parents were both very unhappy in the relationship they were in. Uh, so... In their particular case, I think that it, you know, at this point, it was the best thing for them. But I remember thinking that um, the relationship between husband and wife was not as important as the relationship between parent and child. Because once you have a child, your child is yours, whether you divorce or whatever, it's your blood, right? Yeah. And it almost leaves an opening to not give the same significance for the spouse that you chose. And again, we understand that there's some extreme situations out there. Not Maybe not even extreme. PTSD causes problems, physical problems, uh, abuse, and so forth. That's, a, that's an issue, right? So there's PTSD that can cause problems. There's infidelity, infidelity that can be an issue that people can't get over. There's all kinds of well, these look, different there's things. There's so many different issues, but that's what we're here to say is you either you either get on board and move on yes and work on a relationship or call it quits it's got to be one or the other because you don't want to live in a miserable relationship and ours never got quite to that point right and and i think at the same time though calling it quits should only be after you've extended all options right. if, if unless right. it's a physically if, unless it's a problem like an abusive relationship then that's a different topic right and, and we're happy to share our thoughts on that but um, you know, here's the thing, guys. We're not therapists. We're not mm -hmm. licensed therapists. Nope. Thank goodness. I'm yep. glad that we're not because what we are is somebody who's been in the trenches. We've been there. We've done that. We've gone through, you know, Jessica knew me before basic training even. Oh, we're high school sweethearts. High we school sweethearts. High school when we were 17 years old, so. So she knew me in one aspect, and then after basic training, being trained to go to war, I changed. Whole different I don't, person. Yeah, I don't notice that, but she did. Whole different person. So she knows what it's like to know somebody that she knew she wanted to be with, and then 
oh, wait, that's not the guy I know anymore. And she stuck it out, maybe out of fear or whatever. We had breakups and so forth, you know, the typical high school stuff. But we ended up getting married. We got married. Then I have two deployments. Within the first two years of marriage, maybe three years of marriage, we'd been together a total of six months. Yeah, not long. Um, my second deployment, I left her home with a five-month-old daughter and was gone for 18 months. And so she had to learn how to be a family unit without me, and I had to come home and get into that and you know, all the dynamics of that. We've been through a lot of it. So the thing that we don't have as trained professionals is an influence of our own minds of what is true. All we're sharing is what we know to be our experience. Yeah. Um, I find more value in that because, you know, I've heard some professionals say that there are things that we know that work in the medical world that are sitting on a shelf and they won't move like actual things that make a difference for people. They won't make it to the light of day for probably 30 years. And we're talking about things that can make a significant impact. But that's because the professors that are teaching the people that are learning are teaching what they learned years ago and only what they're slowly introduced to. And so then it takes those new professors or those new professionals to go through their life and their experiences to share it and then catch up. We're just sharing real time. Yeah. (laughs) This is real time. We might have an argument tomorrow, and we've got to confront that because we're committed to sharing with you guys what we're dealing with. So life isn't going to be perfect. There are certainly frustrations that will continue to come up. I'm probably going to see more of those when we're living next door to each other 24-7. But I'm looking forward to the, the opportunity that brings. So anyway, we're going to be doing this for you guys through multiple different uh, – we're going to be making all this available through different resources. One, first and foremost, you're listening to our podcast, Dream Big, Play Bigger, uh, hosted here on the Heroes Media Group. We're extremely grateful to Heroes Media Group for having us. Um, like I said, searching around, we couldn't find a single resource that included a husband and wife offering the ups and downs of all of this. Um, so we're looking forward to being part of Heroes Media Group. I also offer personal coaching. If you guys find that what you're needing is one-on-one coaching, which we've definitely spent our fair share of money on yeah. getting our education and, and learning how to see inside of our our blind spots, um, we offer that as well now, paying it forward. And, and uh, so coaching is available. And then as we travel around the country and also opportunities, we'll do some speaking engagements in that form as well. So we're excited to have you guys on board with the Dream Big Play Bigger podcast and everything we have to share. And thanks for being a part of it. And uh, send us any emails or questions you might have, topics you might like us to cover. And we're happy to go down that road with you guys. Thanks, guys.